0: Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on Cookie Cast, pay per view time, people. Pay per view time. And that can only mean it's the Getting Over Crew minus one. Part of the Great. Three quarters of the Getting Over Crew. Some of the Getting Over Crew, they're here to discuss wrestling. WWE wrestling. Yes, indeedy. Mr. Matthew Moore uh, was unable to attend, did send in his picks, which is, uh, which is what the, uh, the correct thing to do is. Uh, so me, Mr. Woodmancy, Mr. Williams, Mr. Misters, we all uh, got together, discussed what we think is going to be coming up in this upcoming pay-per-view. So find out by listening or watching. And if you are watching, you're watching on YouTube. And if you're watching on YouTube, you are a YouTube subscriber, aren't you? Obviously, if you're not, click the button and uh, we'll, we'll say no more about it. Here we go. This is Cookie Cast getting over.
1: Hello, welcome along. It's that time again. It's time for getting over on CookieCast. Uh, you might have noticed if you're with us on YouTube that we are one uh, individual short tonight. So we've uh, we've just got myself, Paul Williams, and Andy Cook. Mister Moore has been prepared, has sent us some predictions, but obviously, as usual, we'll get to that. Uh, we'll we'll start where we always start then. Predictions title. After the last time winning it on a technicality if uh, you cast cast your mind back to answering the the, uh, the question of uh, how many times have the WWE title been uh, defended in the SummerSlam main event guesses of 26 and 27 and it was actually 17 so Paul, Paul took that on the tie break, but could but he defend what? it that I don't know I'm way off I wasn't going to... I was glossing over nicely, Paul, and you just brought it up again, but, you know, your wound, not mine. Um, so, <laughs> so um, yeah, so we thought, straight into it, why not? Paul, could he defend? Well, the answer was sort of... So, I have to say, in the history of us doing these predictions, this was possibly... The worst we have ever done collectively <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, like we had a possible 10 points because we did have uh we, we decided that the card was so short at the time of recording that we'd decide if some matches rumored matches would happen well that, that backfired horrendously because that would have formed six points out of the the entirety but um yeah so i have a possible 10 points bringing up the rear was uh, Mr. Cook with two, me with three, and then tied for four was Matt and Paul. Um, So, as with last time, I thought, right, let's get on with it, let's get get this tiebreaker research done, and then uh, because Mr. Moore isn't here, technically I think Paul wins by count out, so... Come at me, Matt. You know, whatever. Just um, still so, <laughs> listening to this, going Matt. So yeah, so uh, Paul has retained, but once again on a technicality. Mm. So um, as 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 we said, you know, get get involved. We we need we need people to come on. We need people to give us their predictions. If if this proves nothing else, there has never been a better time to come and try and beat us at the predictions. Uh, get yourself get yourself on. Quite happy to have you on to do some uh, predictions and if you can beat us then we've got prizes so prizes uh, well, be words in the
2: English la- in, in, in the English language winner by default
0: <laughs> we will accept um, uh, all forms of predictions send it in a tweet to uh, to the to the what is it pod or at CookieCastPod. uh email yeah. us the old, uh, the old Gmail address, all of it can be got from uh, cookiecast.com, we'll accept all forms of predictions, just drop it in uh, a message form of some kind, we will even open the doors of Cookie Cast Towers and allow you into the Zoom room to, uh, to throw down the prediction gauntlet, so uh, get involved! You know, we're 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 going to be definitely spending a lot of time indoors soon. So, uh, what better way to spend your time?
1: Uh, well, speaking of uh, more predictions, we've got a lot to get to. So, I'm not going to go into uh, the what actually happened at payback in terms of the matches and stuff like that. If you've not seen it, go back and watch it. Even listen to the last podcast first if you want, just to throw it out there, because uh, just to see how bad we did. Um, but we've uh, yeah we've got Clash of Champions coming up this weekend, and as as they like to say, every title will be defended. Every title is going to be defended. So they've announced um, not a match for every title at time of recording. Typically, so thanks very much for that WWE. Um, at time of recording, there's been nine confirmed matches. So you know probably push it up to how many titles active titles we got now? About eighty seven. <laughs> um, so obviously well, not including the, and it, that, that's not including NXT either. Um, that was that was going to be my point because the uh, obviously it's the
2: NXT Cruiserweight title, yeah, will probably still manage to sneak its way out of the card in some way.
1: <laughs> well, we've they're going to go again from the Thunderdome, they're still hiding out at the Amway Center, hiding from the COVID, um, and I still still can't get a ticket been trying every week every time we go to register but that that is that was my grumble from a previous time so i shall not speak of it anymore and um, I, I will start with where all the good pre-shows will probably start and that is with a good old tag team title match because uh, this card you might notice is going to be filled with uh, lots of matches that have absolutely zero build There. They've become a victim, if you like, of their own stipulation in terms of every ma- every title has to be defended, and then the week before, they're like, "What we're going to do?" So you'll 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 see as this this goes on. This this m- match card is most definitely quantity rather than quality. Um, the first first on my list is the SmackDown Tag Team titles: Shinsuke Nakamura and Cesaro defending against the Lucha House Party. Remember them any anybody remember them at all the i don't
2: want to i don't i don't want to say it in, in such a blatant term but do they trot them out when the hispanic viewings seem to
1: dip oh poor how can you, oh, you say it card. just say it's it. it ah man well I think the last time anybody remembers anything relevant that they did was when Callisto was United States champion for a hiccup but well, um, I don't know
2: when, when they were in the uh, elimination chamber
1: <laughs> I genuinely thought you were going to go when they were no 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 it's gone <laughs> <laughs>
2: no there was there was the uh, elimination chamber match where they were in that and one of them climbed up the inside of the top of it and dropped off
1: obviously stuck in the memory that was quite good Well, yeah other than that they've done shit off so, so <laughs> well the, the the thing they have done has been a bit of a bit of a pain in the background to the uh, Smackdown Tag Team Champions over the last few weeks but Callisto has just come back from injury so where it was Gran Metalik and Linsay Dorado causing a bit of aggro for, for the Tag Team Champions Callisto has now come back and they seem to be in fighting amongst them as well so I'm not really sure what the angle is on where the match goes but As we have got so many matches, we might as well do the predictions as we go through, if that's okay with you guys. So, we'll kick things off. I've I've obviously got Mr. Moores for all of them. Um, He has given me Nakamura and Cesaro to retain. I would be inclined to agree with him. Yes, please. Andy?
0: I mean, it's a question of points, isn't it? <laughs> do I start out early and just you know, just get those get those early door points, or do I go? Yeah, I'm with you boys on this one. I'm afraid. Did you
1: go. You, you go with us. Yeah. Okay. For now. So that's
0: that's. For now, I think there's uh, I think there's probably some easier points further down the line. <laughs>
1: Well, oh, actually, one thing I should give you kudos for is the fact that you were the only person who predicted Roman Reigns to win the Universal title. So 50% of your points came from that one match. Is the, is oh,
2: the, you can't do me like that! You can't do me like
1: that! <laughs> he
2: given me one half Less
0: than nine minutes in.
1: He's already sticking it in. He's just freaking... I only got one more point than that. I mean, it's not exactly setting the podcast oh, right, is it? Now, is over me
0: how many points he got? Nah, yeah, yeah. no. Jesus! I think that's, uh, I'm
1: not knowing the business businesses uh, getting rinsed. In it. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I was, I was waiting for Paul to chip in with uh, with his big old four, then. But you know, never mind. So, <laughs> um, weirdly, we have had a headline match announced early doors but it is the headline match for the (laughs) pre-show so so headlining the pre-show will not be the uh, aforementioned Cruiserweight Championship nor will it be the United States title match it is going to be the fall from grace for the Raw Women's Championship it's going to be defending champion Asuka versus Zelina Vega that was a bit out of left field as well, because she's been pretty much a manager in her entire time in WWE so far. But after the recent sort of split, not split, split, not split of the uh, team of Andrade and Angel Garza, who she was managing, she then decided to do her own thing. Got a number one contenders match in her first match of, of memory, really, and and won against Mickie James, which, as you guys know, I will not, I was not pleased about. So Mickey Mickey James needs to touch Trish with a with a record for women's titles. It's got to happen. But yes, it's going to be Aska defending against Zelina Vega. Who have we got?
2: So they do seem quite high on Zelina Vega. Quite right too. She's a very compelling character. She's very good on the mic. She's I've only seen her wrestle occasionally, which I'm, I'm pretty sure is the for most people he hasn't been a huge in-ring competitor since she's been with the company um i think it would be foolish for him to take the belt of Oscar again so quickly after having it, have, have a having a win it back a payback or is it a summer happened? Uh, no, it must have been SummerSlam because the women's tag
1: titles were defended at payback. I don't even know if it was. Now, this is, this is making me look bad. I don't even know if it was. It might have been on Raw, you know. No, I think... No, it was, wasn't it, because Asuka had, had two matches at, at SummerSlam.
2: Yes, you are correct. Yeah. So, I think it would be foolish for him to do it again. So, that would be, what, four title switches in the space of three months or something? So yeah, a little
1: bit, a little bit too silly for me. So ask it everything. Okay, you are in the book. Um, Say, so Mister Moore has gone. Ask it. I am also going to ask it. So this is another chance for you, Mister Cook. And it's Points, but I am willing to take. Ooh, okay. So you go going Zelina Vega. Yeah,
0: a lot of a uh, lot going on there. Seems a bit. It seems a bit like to uh, to come out and announce a match, win a contender match, to then just just lose the actual match. Feels a bit just weird. Obviously, well, this is the WWE, and weird. You know, probably is that what one of the W stands for? <laughs> <laughs> weird, it was quote, uh, really weird entertainment
1: after, so after that, fighting Shane, Shane McMahon for nearly two years straight Kevin Owens had him as a guest on the KO show on this past Monday's Raw and the line from the beginning was well it might as well be weird let's just continue the theme of 2020 so maybe it is maybe they're going to adopt that into the branding um, so first chance of, of points or possibly one point less than on the board.
0: We points, place, boys.
1: So. so we have got another tag title match, obviously, with all the titles being defended, and that is going to be the Raw Tag Team Championships. I've uh, been defended by the Street Profits against the Zelina Vegas former team of Andrade and Angel Garza. So they have had this whole on again, off again relationship, but the they also won a number one contenders match this this week on Raw, so all the things have been thrown together. And they seem to kind of have got past their issue. Sort of. It was uncomfortable, shall we say. Um, on the other hand, it wasn't mentioned, but the Street Profits are now the longest reigning Raw tag team champions of all time. So we know that if we say that six more times before the weekend they're gonna lose. Um but the 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 win by the way in the number one contenders match came at the expense of Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy or Murphy as he is now uh, and Humberto Carrillo and Dominic Mysterio in a triple threat match so they'd they'd stack the, the number one contenders match in terms of the tag teams and what they've got available at the moment but I feel like this is a match that we've seen probably more times than Boris Johnson on TV in the last six months so do we need it? Probably not. The the text that I got from Matt with his uh, predictions in, and I'll drop this now. He, he did. He has predicted a title change, but also then in brackets put why is this even happening? So <laughs> that kind of uh, you know, you, that I think think Matt would be being full agreement with what we've just been saying. So
2: yeah,
1: Matt has gone for the title change. I am going for a retain. I don't think it will change. And it,
0: I'm going title change, with added drama.
1: With added drama, what will be the added drama? There'll be uh, there'll
0: be a set two between the, the pair of them.
1: Even after they've won.
2: Yeah. Mm, different. Uh, they do Paul? like that. They do like that. The. Um Tag champs that can't stand each yeah, other. That but is the, on several occasions.
1: Yeah, that is the um, angle that I think they're gonna go with on this one. I just, just remember that for when we get to the women's tag team title match. <laughs> oh god. Um, I agree with you
2: in that I think they were tame because I think I think you've been saying it for the last couple of weeks now that um, the hurt business stable will eventually have all the members will have belts, um, and I reckon that at some point you'll see the belt of the, the tag belts go on
1: to Shelton and Cedric. Okay. So, let's go for a 10. So, it's 50-50 split down the board. Well, it's, it's almost, Paul, as if you can see the match card in front of you now, because the next match on the list involves a member of the Hurt Business. So the US title is up for grabs. Again, in another match we've seen a thousand times so far this year. But defending champion Bobby Lashley defends the gold against Apollo Crews. The most shocking thing about this match is that... Apparently, Apollo Crews hasn't had a rematch for the US title since he lost it. I I mean... Maybe not one-on-one, but... If... if, if, (laughs) They've wrestled each other so much in the last two or three months, it, it like, again it just it feels a little bit done. It's I'm yeah, I'm not keen on this. Uh the other thing as well we should mention is that as and again, as you brought up the Hurt business, they have recruited Apollo Crews' former friend, Cedric Alexander, um and they've also got involved in defending Raw against this uh, retribution faction. So they have had like their hands full over the last month or so with it. And I think M V P as well, by the way, is probably pulling out some of the performance of I can't speak the performances of his career, especially on the microphone, by being given like the leadership role within that that team. Like, he he certainly brings the experience and quite honestly I'd, I'd happily watch MVP over half that roster at the moment because he's to me he is, he is that good but we did mention retribution so maybe as they as they haven't got a match, they probably will interfere in a few at least. but maybe we should talk about what happened this week on raw. so it's been going on for a while now has not it who are they? they come in the chainsaw things, the graffiti things, they draw on things there's about 500 of them at any one time and then 5 of them show up to be revealed as the main faction Um, for those of you that haven't seen there's 3 guys, 2 girls so it's Mia Yim Mercedes Martinez Dominic Dajacobi Shane Thorne and Dio Madden he was the guy you might remember who hasn't really been in NXT but was a commentator on Raw for a short period of time so a bit of a bizarre setup. They said on Raw this week, they've been given contracts. Anybody want to give me a timer? <laughs> <laughs> I thought uh, man. Here he goes. Get that clock racked up. I could, to, to be honest, I could have done a full half an hour on this, so you might have to ring me in after this, boys. Right, we good? Three, two, one, begin. Okay, so a group come in to tear up your company. What's the first thing you would do? Take out restraining orders or some sort of, um, you know, police presence. No, no, give them all a job. Why, why would you do that? You've essentially just then taken it away. I know it's storyline, I get that. But it makes zero sense even to a casual viewer. So the people that have been watching it for years and years and years are obviously bored. Also the names. They revealed the names of the three guys. Uh, T-Bar, Mace and Slapjack let that sit
2: it's it's a good point and it's the point that I think Kevin Nash raised it when um, when the NWO first came into force back in WCW like way back in the day so apparently they were going they were at the arena for Nitro well it must have been Nitro uh, or just house show. And they were talking through the merchandise and stuff like that. And, and this and this woman was like, um, "Okay, so we've got we've got the standard NWO shirt in sale, and then a few other bits and pieces." And, and then gave them the prices of like that. And then Kevin and was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Hang on. We don't work for you. We're like this renegade bunch that we've come in to like sort of take over the company." Why would you be selling our merchandise? Because we we we're, we're literally the outsiders. We don't work for the company. If if you're gonna sell the merchandise, we have to sell it like bootleg on our own and stuff like that. And people, the the woman like couldn't understand it, and it was like, I think in the end he was just like, oh, just give give me the shirts. We'll go out and sell them, and we'll make sure the money all gets back to us. Like but the people that were, like, high up in the company couldn't get their head
1: around it. <laughs> that sounds like you're such a Kevin nasty... Of course you did, Kev, All of that. were about
2: it. But he was, he was absolutely bang on with his... With his yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, in, you can't fault that. In,
2: in the storyline, why would WCW try and be selling something against a faction they don't want to be there? And in a similar way, if... if retribution have coming in and caused all this damage. Yeah, you will not be putting you won't be putting contracts in their hands. You'd be putting um like lawsuits in their hands, surely. For criminal destruction and stuff like
1: that. Well, I know that I know that I've had my thirty seconds, but again, just those names, they've had months and months and months to come up with these characters and we, everybody can clearly see who they are. So, if they've ever watched NXT, even for half an hour, they will know who at least one of these people are. And they've, rather than just going with the names that they already had, that people you know were established, they've changed them to like words that aren't even real words, and like Slapjack.
0: What? Oh, Slapjack is an amazing name. And I didn't nearly cough out my spine when you said that. That's a well thought out name, Stuart. I I don't I don't believe that this is the right way to take this. I well, I wait, condone wait. this name of the amazing slapjack. It's
1: just it's just terrible. I, as, as far as I, as far as I know, I think that that is Shainthorn. Um, I think that T Bar is Dajur Kirby and Mace is therefore Dio Madden, but again maybe they'll rotate their names around like they've rotated the squad numbers around for the last uh, two or three months whilst they've been doing this angle but anyway we have digressed because of my grumblings even though they will probably interfere in, in any kind of hurt business matchup Bobby Lashley Apollo Cruz. does anybody think that the title will change
2: uh, I was going to say no well, you put that thought well, in my head now with your talk of retribution getting their
1: own name well who, who's to say that apollo cruz might not be called like i don't know suitcase or something stupid by the end of the <laughs> night and he'll be he'll be I, the sixth I'm in yeah <laughs> it's just like well I think we've, we've got the uh, there's definitely going to be a meme by the end of the week where it's like pick the first letter of your name and the date of your birthday and it'll give you your retribution name i would be surprised if that's probably not even out there by the time that we finish this recording so so are you are you going for a title change Paul or not? Uh
2: no no I'll stick with my, my initial thought of, um, of uh, Bobby's return.
0: Okay. Andy? Is this a point in time to play for some more points? Obviously we only have Paul's prediction at this point in time and I might go uh... put me down for. Apollo
1: Cruz. Ooh. I am... I'm, I'm going to say that uh, Matt has chosen Bobby Lashley to retain. I'm putting this down as a no contest. So, that's... Uh, even, like, playing for points to the nth degree, I suppose, if you like. Uh, I just think the Retribution will get involved and the match will get thrown out. Um, it's the only match, really, that the Hurt Business are kind of involved in at front of house, so if they're gonna if they're gonna arrive, they're gonna arrive. What's this? For the YouTubes. Oh uh, yeah. So there he is. There's good old T bar and his uh pound shop bane mask. And
0: Nobody can go do was the dry but on the mask. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think I think they actually used that as a quote on one of their Instagram the WWE have used that as a quote on one of their Instagram posts with the yeah. today.
0: I, I will tell that. I will say this now. Do not fuck around with Warner Brothers. Do not fuck around with Warner Brothers. They will have your pants down immediately. Do not mess around. What they will have had to get that signed off before, and if they've used it. Well, we. You know, who,
1: who knows? We might not be doing a wrestling podcast next month if, it, if, it, if they haven't. uh, it'll just be like a eulogy (laughs) for a over the cash so Paul mentioned before tag team champions that don't like each other I said to to save it for the women's match the women's tag team titles contested by the champions Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax who still don't get along versus a newly reformed riot squad consisting of people who didn't get along for a period of time Almost like there's a theme to the entire tag team division across uh, the men and the women at the moment. So the the current champions took the the, the titles from Banks, the Sasha Banks and, and Bailey, which obviously we'll, we, we shall we'll get to that as well. Uh, they have sort of carried the rivalry on against each other. It's always been like a anything you can do, I can do better kind of a deal. They had a match on Raw this past week against uh, Natalia and Lana. Where Jax seemed to struggle against Lana, which is just odd in itself. But then Shayna Baszler went in and absolutely just tore it to shreds and sort of made an example. So that that, that kind of is still still going on. So the Riot Squad have probably only had two or three matches back together as a unit. They have wrestled some singles matches as well, but not really had any kind of uh, sort of match time together. But Again, they managed to win a number one contenders match, this, this time not on this week's Raw, on the week before's Raw, and uh, end up in a match for the Women's Tag Team Championships. Mr. Moore has gone with another title retention, so uh, he's gone with Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. Andy?
0: Yeah, I'm with Matt on that one.
1: Okay. And Paul? Yep, sir for me. Yep, that is an entire clean sweep then, so I didn't think that one would take us too long, to be fair, when I, saw, when I was looking at the match <laughs> system before, but yeah, but yeah, we, we did mention briefly Paul's favourite female superstar of all time there in uh, in, in one, Bailey. so the Smackdown, Smackdown women's title match is Bailey defending his champion against Nikki Cross. This story has probably been the most interesting story that has been across both shows for the last couple of months. It has dragged a little bit long, maybe, but how long have we waited? How many times have we said on the podcast, it's going to be this month, it's going to be this show when uh, Bailey turns on Sasha, or Sasha turns on Bailey. Well, we finally, finally got the answer. So... uh, (laughs) Bailey basically attacked Sasha Banks in the end, twice, with a steel chair, wrapping it around her neck, giving it a good old kick in. Sasha Banks came back the week after, thinking she'd get her own back, and then Bailey just did it again. So, Bailey has gone full on, like, opposite to the hugger and all the rest of it, the the furthest point now she could ever be away, and and oddly left Sasha Banks as, as the good guy in all of this, which... I think they've tried her before, is it? Uh, ooh, Paul, go on, Paul.
2: No, I'm just saying I called that. Ah, so.
1: uh, here we go. Yeah, you don't get a point for that, though. <laughs> I was waiting for him to pull out the uh, the title then, but, you know, I'll leave that. <laughs> so, on the other side of this match, though, we've got um, Nikki Cross. Again, throwing it in there because she's won a number one contender's match. This time, over it was a fatal four-way match, so, you know, at least they're doing something a little bit different on the weekly programming. But it was against Lacey Evans, uh, Tamina and her former best friend Alexa Bliss who has been interjected into the Fiend storyline recently looking more and more like she's be- going to become the-, the physical embodiment of Sister Abigail. Even using the move a couple of times at ringside. Um, also as well when the Fiend has been mentioned, she kind of snaps out of like the bubbly Alexa Bliss and goes like straight faced don't really speak much. Just then delivers the the sister Abigail, so so that's kinda got its own spin off as well. So because we've got Sasha Banks on like the Bailey side of the equation and then we've also got an Alexa Bliss on the Nikki Cross side of the situation, what are the chances that we even get a clean finish in this match?
0: Small I would say.
1: Yeah. Well, I will I will leave it to you to pick a winner if indeed you want to pick a winner.
2: Um
1: Is it I don't think like this is. they quite this like the is Scottish chosen, don't they? <laughs> right, okay you team yourself up here Paul for a for a catchphrase moment.
2: Um surely to escalate the Sasha Bailey storyline, Sasha has to come back and either attack Bailey or worse, cost of the championship? You'd imagine? Would probably be the the thing that had maybe Matt to barely more, so I, I reckon,
1: I reckon she'll come back and cost of the cost of the match, uh, and Nikki Cross will be the new champ. Mm, I do not agree with you, and neither does Matt. <laughs> I think that Sasha Banks will make an appearance, but I think I a all <laughs> Well, we'll we'll see when we get the points, Paul we'll see. When <laughs> And they, you've, you've heard us bicker about it. Where where that's I all right, it, Paul. I've
0: got your back. I'm with you, buddy. I think there's going to be mm. heavy interference in this match. Heavy interference. I was nearly going to go with no winner, and I I, I kind of feel like I might be, be losing a point by not going with it, uh, but. Me and Paul park our cars in the same garage on this one.
1: <laughs> I, I agree. I, I would have quite happily picked no contest for this, but I think that they can only get away with doing that once on the entire show. And I, that, that, I've kind of blown that one on the uh, US title match already, so that was the only thing keeping me away from, from the, uh, the no contest. Um, so we've got three matches left. The next match for me is the entire reason I will be watching the pay-per-view still, <laughs> quite honestly. It's the Intercontinental Championship match, and it's between current champion Jeff Hardy, AJ Styles, and the returning Sami Zayn. Now, Sami Zayn has returned, finally, after, you know, COVID can't get him in the Amway Centre, so he thought he'd come back to work. So he's he's proclaimed himself as the true Intercontinental Championship, uh, as, as the Intercontinental Champion. He's done what all of the fans like to do, like myself, and bought himself a replica belt and turned up at the show, um, bringing it out on the stage, parading it around in front of Jeff Hardy. So we've got this whole kind of classic Shawn Michaels, Razor Ramon, double intercontinental champion thing going on at the moment. And just to tie the similarities even even more, it's, uh, they've made the match a lot of match. But obviously this time we've got the triple threat with AJ thrown in there as well. To me, Sami Zayn has been an absolute breath of fresh air in the short time that he's been back. I enjoyed the stuff that he did when you know before we, we was away for a while, and um, to me, he hasn't, he hasn't missed a beat. He's he picked up exactly where he left off, and they've even distanced him from Nakamura and Cesaro. So I think it gives him more of a, a chance to, to shine in his own right. This match, I think, is his big chance to to make a good impression. To, I, th- I think how he performs this weekend will have a big bearing on how important he is in the storylines going forward. Matt seemingly had a similar idea in the sense of Sami Zayn was Matt's pick. I'm not sure I'm that confident that Zayn will win. and um, So for me, this is where I go for a Jeff Hardy retain. That's where I go with that. I've got I've got a, a nod of agreement. I think there from Mister Cook. Ladders. Jeff
0: Hardy. Yep.
1: Here
2: we go.
0: The the, the, the <laughs> whole the whole. I, I think there was a conversation previously saying that it's it's very likely that this is Jeff Hardy's last ride. Um you know he's had a varied career uh, let's let's say um, but it, it, it it's definitely feeling like a, a last dance last ride sort of
1: situation for him um, he, he has just just to cement what you've said as well he has just signed like a contract extension which seemingly is is his final contract extension so you you bang on with that
0: i think Little bit more time in the spotlight with a with a title to then start sort of fading him out. Um to have one big last match and then send him off into the sunset. Um so I yeah. think a retain for this one and uh and we'll have to see where it
1: goes from there. Oh, that leaves you with the uh deciding vote on this one.
2: So the <coughs> the good the good element of a, of a ladder match is that you can be the champ, lose the belt, but not be pinned. So in a, in a kind of weird way, it doesn't like it doesn't go against you as a loss. It's more the fact that the other guy actually was was able to sort of get the win I suppose you'd class it as that really that guy didn't lose the title the other guy just retained him was was able to get was able to win it I suppose is the way you'd class it Mm
1: -hmm.
2: with everything that happened with Roman Reigns for me it's almost as if they've kind of just kept whatever the storyline on hold that they had for the universal championship and then as soon as he came back in they were just like right well we're about six months behind now but we'll just go straight back in with what we were going to do at wrestlemania time and just build from there so part of me wonders if they've got similar plans in place for Zin, but on the intercontinental side of things
1: mm. i mean like you, like you say if if jeff hardy was to retain Zane could essentially and I hadn't thought about it like that until you've just said but Zane could essentially pull the I've still not lost it can't. Yeah. so that could sure. continue there too on their own then before before you'd said that
2: it was, a t- it was a ladder match as well I was I was gonna say is there a way we could get like a no contest here that leads to putting both belts up for a ladder match between the two of them but obviously that's now scupper mm. um, mm. so I'll go for a, I'll go for a retain, mm-hmm. but I want my retain to say, Sammy Zane
1: retains. Ooh! I, oh, man, I, I typed it in and everything. You just made me delete it. All. <laughs> okay, so again 50 fifty-fifty split then. So me and you, Andy, on the on the on the Hardy train, and uh, yeah, Paul and Matt sticking together. So. If I tell you what the next match is on my uh, on my list, you will already know Matt's prediction. So the next match is for the for the WWE title. Drew McIntyre defending the title against one Mr. Randall Keith Orton. However, it's not just a straight up wrestling match this time around. It is an ambulance match, which we've not seen one of them for a while, so not too bad. Uh, We've arrived at this point because over the last month or so there was a night where Orton punted McIntyre in the head three times and gave him a storyline hairline fracture to his jaw. The following week Drew rocks up with his hairline fracture and uh, Claymore kicks Orton three times to return the favour. So the story is that both of them on those respective nights left in an ambulance uh, without the WWE title. One of them will do it again this weekend. So um, I like the way they built that. It's quite, it's quite nice symmetry. It seems quite simple booking as well from that respect. But um, I think somebody in the writing team will still be getting fired because they can't say it's the first time that they've ever left in an ambulance. But um, <laughs> we know, we know they love that one. So we already know Matt's prediction. Regular listeners to the podcast will already have uh, noted down on a scorecard the name of Mr. Orton for Matt. This is this is difficult I think. I'm really torn on this one. So I kinda wanna let you guys go first (laughs) just to see see if we're
0: playing for (laughs) points.
1: So if if either of you two would like to to go first
0: Now, Stu, you know that I am a man. That in a certain situation No, in two particular situations, we'll use two particular names. One, if one of the opponents is Brock Lesnar, you don't even need to ask who I'm picking. Two, if one of the opponents is Randall Keith, you don't need to ask who I'm picking. But this time is going to be different. Yeah. Because normally, I'd be like, Stu, I'm offended that you've asked me the question. Get out and never come back. But this time, something way down in my bones tells me that it's not the right answer. It's not the time to pick that choice. So for the record, Drew McIntyre. Okay, I think it's going to be good I, I think it's going to be tidy um,
1: but yeah it's Drew, it's drew for me there's, there, there's a couple of reasons I'm torn on it and one is because it's still this whole stigma around he's like the first British WWE champion and I really don't want him to have a crap title ring. I think he's done quite well so far and I still don't know if it's just a little bit early uh for for him to to lose it. Um but also though I think that Orton now, if he if Orton doesn't win this time around, I don't think he's ever gonna take it off McIntyre. But then I flip back the other way because I just I, I just have this vision of the end of the match in my head of the ambulance door being open and Orton getting Claymore kicked into the ambulance. That seems like a quite a logical way of of ending the match because i if you if he if you RKO's it we can't exactly I suppose he could do it inside the ambulance and then get out but I don't know if that looks as good so I I can't decide if, if this is like proper like flipping a coin for me Um, do you want to help me out Paul or do you want <laughs> do you <laughs> to flip a coin I'm,
2: I'm on the same sort of way as you really it's like there's what there's what I want to happen and then there's the sort of are they really going to have Orton lose another match to him because like they've they've spent like quite a lot of time obviously building him up with obviously all the stuff that happened with Edge and they made him into this sort of like killer heel
1: hmm well, he's the only. He's one of the only people in recent memory to revert to a former version of themselves without ever crossing paths with Bray Wyatt. So, because they they went full on legend killing, didn't they? With everything yeah. like you say with Edge and Christian and Rick Flair and, and Shawn Michaels and, and and the rest. So, it's, it's tough because you can
2: you can make you can make good arguments for both sides like you say Drew's not really had well uh, i say he's not really had a chance to sort of have like a groundbreaking run with it and stuff like that but then again when you've not got a live crowd there like how do you judge it properly and, and stuff like that mm are at the point where they're, they're late enough in the year where they can start the build towards the rumble again and if they're able to get a few a smattering of fans back in but they just be, they just decide to sort of reset and just go balls to it we'll just have Drew in the rumble again and have him take on Reigns and move into to Smackdown I, I don't know just because I don't think they'll beat Orton Again, I'm gonna, I'm going I'm gonna, I'm gonna class this as using my joker or playing my joker, uh, and I'll go for this to be the no contest of the evening.
1: Wow. Okay. I'm so, not sure I will pull. Port- well, they are both gonna end up in the ambulance. Yeah. So it could be like, uh, ooh, I'll give you, I'll give you a finish.
2: So I think they've done this some like similarly before, or and for some reason they find themselves on top of the ambulance. Orton goes to the RKO on top of the ambulance, and they go through, into the yes, ambulance. Yeah. They've cool. done that before, they've done that before with like someone going through the roof of something.
1: Mm-hmm. So, I'll, I'll go yeah, like that. I'll be alright. Um, I'm, I'm going a hat head in the end. I've, I've put McIntyre down, so... Fingers crossed, Drew gets it done. And keeps hold of the title. Um, so yeah, we'll see. We'll see how we go with that. But yeah, Paul, not only are you playing the Joker, I suppose, could end up being the only point scorer there, so we shall see. Which which leads us on to what will probably be, the, it could could well be the main event of, out of the two bigger titles in the men's division because... It's going to be Roman Reigns defending that newly minted Universal title against Jey Uso, his cousin. Bit of uh, like, like, you say, was this was this in the plan back at you know to come out of WrestleMania? Not sure. Um, off the top of my head, I couldn't tell you when Jimmy Uso got injured, so I'm assuming that's probably got something to do with it as well. Um, but yeah.
2: Was Jay the Uso that was in the WrestleMania
1: ladder match? Could, off the top of my head, right now, I could not say. I think it's been discussed on the podcast before about how I feel terrible about not being able to, as, as the father of twins, not being able to tell those two apart. Um, and you're really not helping with that right now, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: um,
1: so, I, off the top of my head, I couldn't tell you which one it was. But, yeah. Or was it that the was it that, that injury was what forced them hand possibly to make it that triple threat ladder match that it was in the end for the time? That makes sense, I suppose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, it's it's been it's been a bit of a strange strange setup. Obviously we we've got um the advisor to the tribal chief as he is now known. He's not an advocate anymore, he's an advisor to a tribal chief. It's a bit shaky ground that they're trading in it. To be fair, but um, yeah, so so Roman Reigns will have Paul Heyman in his corner still. Matt has obviously gone straight in with the Roman Reigns pick. He's only just won by the title last time out. Ju so primarily a tag team competitor. Never had really a singles career in his life apart from one. Huge number one contenders match, which he obviously won. Anybody not picking Reigns? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I mean,
2: is it is it like the most one sided
1: banker ever? Really? really? What you mean, other than oh. picking particular at WrestleMania? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> other,
2: well, other than that or the the fact
1: that for about five or six years
2: if you won the championship at Wrestlemania you could nail your hat on that your first have and like that you defend it against after after Wrestlemania finish would be Kane
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is a fair point Um um, I don't know. Like, I mean, obviously, this has got then the potential to be the biggest shock uh, shock value out of the the entire card. If 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 Jey Uso walked away from Clash of Champions as a Universal Champion, like, it would get people talking. I'm also pretty sure it might get a few people switching off. So, is I'm not is Jimmy definitely injured? Uh, yeah. It's, I think it was not It was either an ACL or an MCL, so it's not a... Right. If you only did That's it in March, match. I wouldn't no have it would be pull back. The old, there's no way they can pull the old switcheroo screwy finish sort of thing. The only other thing that I wondered was if he was anywhere near being able to make an appearance, could it be him that then cost his brother? But. Yeah, maybe. They split. They split up too many tag teams recently, so I, I don't know even if they would do that. If, even if they had the chance to be able to, I'm not sure. So yeah, so I think we got a lot of agreement there from Andy as well. about Roman Reigns returning.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah. So that is all of the predictions. So as we as we alluded to earlier, if you've if you've stuck with us, if you're if you're got thoughts, if you've got plans, if you've got ideas of your own of what's going to happen at Clash of Champions get in touch as Andy said before, emails are open Twitters are open, comments on the YouTubes are open, make sure you hit the subscribe button while you're there um, but yeah, has anybody got anyone, anything else they want to drop in from from the world of wrestling from the last few weeks all good? Right, well,
2: well, well, June Conner's birthday last week so Happy
1: birthday, uh, yeah. Corney! Uh, yeah, but you're the only person in the world that would say that. Paul apart from his wife, which at least in in Corny's world gets you a free ticket to his hot tub party. So you know, enjoy that one. <laughs> so yeah, I think I think we're all good. <laughs> but uh, yeah, th- thanks very much for joining us, and uh, thanks to you guys. And uh, enjoy Sunday. Oh, thank you. Right, thank you very much.
0: Bing.
1: Cheers, guys.
0: There we go then. What do you think that? Predictions are in. What's your prediction for this one? Go on, tell me. Tell you what. Send me an email and uh, let me know what you think is going to happen in the pay-per-view. And we'll add it to the prediction picks. And if you win, you will get a prize. Absolutely, categorically, prizes on the board for you if you win youtube watchers do subscribe it uh, helps channel out massively and it helps you to be a better person which we know you are everybody jump over to the cookiecast.com uh, choose one of the ways to send us your pics while you're there check out what's going on and uh, just just generally be part of it so that's it for this one Till next time i'm gonna say bye and i'll see you then